بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأراضين إن شاء الله after I receive the confirmation we start our webinar uh, okay it seems that everything is okay alhamdulillah we finished uh, the wise saying about the characteristics that we should try to avoid and now we are going to start with uh, another wise saying of imam which according to our edition uh, of translation of Nahjul Balagha is 146. It's a very well known uh, wise saying of Imam Ali alayhi salam in which Imam uh, talks to Khomeil ibn Ziyad al Nakhai. Uh, it uh, starts uh, like this Wamin Kalam in Lahu alayhi salam Likhomeil ibn Ziyad al Nakhai. This is a saying of Imam alayhi salam for Khomeil ibn Ziyad from the tribe of Nakha'i he was Nakha'i like Malik Ashtar Nakha'i uh, I will inshallah shortly explain who was Khomeil ibn Ziyad Qala Khomeil ibn Ziyad akhadha biyadi amirul mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib Khomeil, the son of Ziyad, says that Amirul Mu'minin Imam Ali alayhi salam took my hand. فَأَخْرَجَنِي إِلَى الْجَبَّانِ Then he took, uh, took me to a, a graveyard. فَلَمَّا أَصْحَرَ تَنَفَّسَ السُّعَدَاءِ Then Imam alayhi salam, after he took me there, then he... Uh, had uh, a very uh, sad uh, sigh and said then the saying starts so it's a very um, close and intimate uh, conversation that Imam salam had with Khomeil ibn Ziyad and to be able to better appreciate this, uh, we have to know who was Kumail ibn Ziyad and Nakhai. Of course, you are familiar with Dua'i Kumail, uh, which was taught by Imam Ali Salam to Kumail, but this is not the only thing about Kumail. Uh, so, I thought uh, I share with you some of the ideas that uh, scholars have mentioned about Kumail ibn Ziyad in their book. For example, the late Sheikh Tusi, one of our greatest ulama, uh, who has many books like Tahzib and Estepsa, which are two of our major collections of hadith. In his book on biographies of the narrators of hadith, Kitab al-Rajal, he says Kumail was a companion of Imam Ali salam and Imam Hassan Salam. Both Imam Ali and Imam Hassan. Uh, 
Ibn Abil Hadid, who is a famous Sunni Mu'tazilite scholar, a commentator of Nahjul Balaghi, he says that Kumail was Kana min Shi'ata Ali wa Kumail was one of the followers of Imam Ali and one of the people who was close to Imam Ali because it's not that every Shia of Ali had the same level of friendship or closeness to Imam Ali and then he says Hajjaj ibn Yusuf Thaqafi the famous uh, murderer who became uh, caliph uh, he was in the Umayyad dynasty killed him and we will explain it later with more details Kumail was appointed by Imam Ali salam as governor for a town called Hayt and apparently that was a town near Euphrates Furat uh, because he was not uh, successful in his mission so Muawiyah managed to attack some of the villages and some of the places that was under his governorship and then Kumail to compensate he uh, attacked some of the villages and places under the command of Muawiyah uh, but uh, that was not a good job and Imam Ali was not happy with his leadership so told him Inna min al al hadr and yuhmil al wali ma waliyahu wa yatakallaf ma laysa min taklifih Imam said one of the signs of weakness of a person who has been given a responsibility is that he cannot take care of what he has been given what he has been commissioned for and then he undertakes something which is not under his responsibility so for example I have been given responsibility of looking after this class then I don't do my job properly and do another thing in the school or I am responsible for example for the welfare of people then instead I do something about for example I don't know another aspect about for example making a road every person must make sure that he does what he has been asked for in the best possible way so he was a very good person but not necessarily a very good manager we shouldn't think that every person who is good in his character necessarily is a good manager uh, Zahabi one of the great Sunni scholars says he says that Kumail was a noble person he was muta' means he was obeyed he had such a high position that was respected and obeyed you know there are people who have such a character that when people listen to them look at them they cannot disobey them they have such charisma 
that people obey them. Thiqatan. He was a reliable, trustworthy person. Abidan. And uh, he was very uh, much uh, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Qalilul Hadith. He was speaking very little. He was not speaking too much. One of the good qualities we mentioned before. Qatalahul Hajjaj. He was killed by Hajjaj ibn Yusuf. So it's mentioned by several scholars. Uh, the late Ayatollah Tostari, uh, who used to live in uh, Iran and died a few years ago, he has uh, some books. Uh, and one of his books is Qamus or Rajal, very well known work, contemporary work on Ibn Rajal, biographies of Hadith. He says uh, that Sayyid ibn Tawus, you know, Sayyid ibn Tawus is one of our greatest scholars who is. Uh, known to be so close to uh, Imam Zaman that uh, he was able to have communication with Imam and see Imam in his book Kashful Mahajja he writes to his son and he says uh, one of the things that he writes to his son is that after the battle of Nahrawan when people ask Imam Ali Salam about the caliphs the previous three caliphs Imam Ali Salam asked Abdullah ibn Abbas, his cousin, to bring ten people to give their testimony. And one of those ten people were Kumail. So he was such a respected man among the Muslim society that Imam uh, asked Ibn Abbas to bring ten important witnesses and he brought him. Uh, Shaykh Mufid who is a great uh, scholar who died in 413 in his book Al-Irshad which has been also translated into English he says when Hajjaj became governor of Kufa because he first became governor then he became you know, later caliph when he became the governor of Kufa he asked Khumail ibn Ziyad to come he called him. Kumail ibn Ziyad knew that Hajjaj is a very bad person, brutal, cruel. So he didn't went to him and try to run away, to hide himself. But Hajjaj stopped all the uh, salaries or, you know, grants everything that uh, his tribe tribe of Kumail uh, were receiving from Beitul Mal from the house of treasure because you know they had uh, something to give to people because he wanted to pressurize Kumail he stopped money from public treasure house to go into all members of his tribe so Kumail said to himself that uh, although my life is in danger and as we will explain he had some news from Imam Ali that he would be killed by Hajjaj he said my life is in danger but I don't want all my tribe to suffer because of me so he 
introduced himself to the agents of Hajjaj when Hajjaj saw him arrested he said I very much loved to find you and Komel said nothing that much is left from my life the appointment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, clear or is made so whenever Allah wants me I'm ready to depart basically this is what he meant but after being uh, killed then there is reckoning there is judgment by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he said my master Amirul Mu'minin informed me that you are my killer and Hajjaj said yes you were responsible in killing of Usman this is a false accusation so he asked to uh, behead Kumail and this old companion of Imam and uh, the Prophet was killed by his command so this is a little introduction to Kumail ibn Ziyad so he was a very close person to Imam Ali salam and he lost his life later became a martyr as Imam Ali salam had foretold him and therefore we should very much appreciate uh, what he says uh, according to this hadith Imam Ali salam told him Ya Kumail ibn Ziyad O Kumail the son of Ziyad Inna This is very beautiful These hearts are like containers uh, Let me go to the next slide so that you can also follow me in English Yes these hearts are containers containers of secrets news knowledge emotions and feelings so there are many things that are put in our heart so heart is a container <coughs> uh, even you know we have been hadith that for example there's a hadith qudsi the one saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says la yasa'uni ardi wala samai walakin yasa'uni qalbu abdi al-mu'min neither my earth nor my sky can contain me but it is the heart of a believing servant that can contain me so the heart is bigger in capacity than the whole universe you cannot find Allah in the universe I mean in this physical universe in the sense of being included being uh, contained he is everywhere but he's not included or he's not contained limited but Allah is in the heart of moment so heart is a container which heart is better the one which has bigger capacity 
The best of the hearts is the one who has the greatest capacity. The more your house, your uh, sorry, the more your heart is expanded, the better it becomes. There are people that their heart is very small. Uh, one sign is as soon as they hear something, they cannot keep it. If you tell them a secret, they disclose it. Because one secret has filled their heart and they think they are being exploded. They want to say everyone. Or if they know something, for example, bad about someone, they want to do ghaybah, they want to backbite, they cannot keep it. But there are people who know millions of secrets and they never tell people People go to them, they mention their family problem, many issues, they keep it hidden. But there are people that as soon as they hear something, they say to the next person that they meet. And of course they say, don't tell this to anyone else. So why you yourself have told this? Uh, <coughs> so this is a problem that some people have no capacity. Maybe we are the same, maybe we don't have that capacity. Or maybe some of you us have some no <coughs> it's a relative issue or when it comes to knowledge some people know a lot <coughs> like great ulama like they know a lot some people as soon as they read one book they feel that uh, they have learned everything they feel that they don't need to study more. They feel it's sufficient. So the hearts are not the same in capacity. But what is important is that you can expand your heart. It's not that you are created with a fixed capacity. No, every human being has unlimited capacity. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to prove to the angels that why uh, Adam was very qualified for becoming a vicegerent of God, a Khalifatullah on the earth. Allah showed that He has unlimited capacity for knowledge. He taught Adam all the names, all the facts, all. All means everything. Then Allah presented them to the angels. Inform me about the names of these facts. What are these facts that we have taught Adam? May you be glorified. We don't have any knowledge except what you have taught us. This is not what you have taught us. Okay, how can this work? How can this argument be sound? only way that this argument can work is that they are not taught because they were not uh, in the possession of that capacity if they had the capacity and Allah had not taught them they could have complained oh Allah we have capacity like him you taught him and you didn't teach us now you are testing us no this was not the case they realized that this is not their capacity this is not what they can cope with so they said, we don't know this, and 
he knows this so they very easily accepted they didn't you know protest they didn't object they just wanted to understand and they understood it and then they accepted and then they started loving Adam and praying for Adam and the believers from the progeny of Adam as Allah says in several places the angels pray for them and ask Allah to forgive them so there was no problem of objection anyway human beings have unlimited capacity for learning and in some people this is very much used actualized flourished and some people unfortunately don't use it we all can have lots of knowledge but some of us are very lazy or very careless so we don't actualize this potentiality anyway Imam Ali says to Kumail that you must know that the best of the hearts are those hearts which have the greatest capacity so perhaps Imam Ali wanted to tell him that I'm telling you something very important and you should be able to uh, maintain this and perhaps mention this only to the people who are reliable uh, towards the end uh, we have another thing which shows that how Imam was um, interested in finding people with whom he can share some of his hidden knowledge inshallah we will reach that point then Imam said so you should um, preserve you should keep what I am telling you so this is in the next slide therefore remember carefully or keep carefully what I am telling you so it's very important keep it don't lose it and don't perhaps share it with the people who are not also reliable both is important to keep it in the sense of not forgetting and also to protect it safeguard it then Imam alayhi salam said people are one of the three we can divide people into three groups it's very important very beautiful very moving and at the same time it's a lesson which shows us uh, what we have to try to achieve we can divide all human beings into three groups the first group is the knowledgeable people those who have ilm, those who have knowledge, the learned people but Rabbani those who are religious, who are pious worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so pious scholars devoted scholars these are at the top the best of people including the prophets the imams 
and then the learned followers of them okay this is the first group of people then we go to the next slide then the second the second group are those who are not alim but they are learner they haven't yet become alim but they are in the process of learning and acquiring knowledge it's in the right track right direction if they are not alim today maybe tomorrow they become alim but they are not wasting their time they are not uh, losing any opportunity to add to their knowledge and then learning for knowledge their search for knowledge their thirst for knowledge is najat. they want to acquire knowledge for salvation najat means salvation means to be saved they don't want to learn in order to show off they don't want to learn in order to draw the attention of people towards themselves you know we have this hadith that whoever learns in order to have argument with the ulama or to draw the attention of the lay people towards himself or to quarrel with the people who have no knowledge he should be prepared to be put in hell his place is hell he doesn't learn knowledge for the sake of understanding adding to his uh, commitment adding to his taqwa getting closer to Allah benefiting from knowledge no he wants to show off or you know fight with people or want people to come and respect him and obey him no this is not good but on the other hand beautiful hadith says whoever uh, learns for the sake of Allah and acts for the sake of Allah and teaches for the sake of Allah in the kingdom of skies and heavens he would be called as a great person not in dunya in dunya if I have a big house people say oh he's a great man if I have I don't know beautiful voice say this is a great man if I have uh, played in some films a great man okay in dunya to become great is easy uh, but to become great in Malakut is different if the angels if if the great people throughout the ages if Allah himself says this person is great that is important that is achievement I don't want to underestimate success of people in dunya but I'm saying that's not the main thing 
in the kingdom of heavens close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is considered to be great they call him as a great person this is for the people who have proper uh, treatment of knowledge they try to achieve knowledge they try to pass on knowledge they try to act according to knowledge okay so we have so far mentioned two groups of people alimun rabbani the people who have knowledge and they are pious they are devoted these are the top second mutaallimun ala sabil najah the one who is learning and he has good intention he's trying to save himself he tries to achieve pleasure of Allah and salvation and then وَحَمَجٌ unfortunately if you are not one of the two then the third is a very uh, bad condition the third is that class of people who are Hamajun Ra'ah. They are like flies. They are not really acting as human beings. The late Naraqi, great Ayatollah Naraqi, in his book Cha'ma al Sa'adat, when he talks about knowledge, he says the people who are ignorant, they don't have any knowledge they are not really full-fledged human beings because one of the things that make us distinct from animals is our knowledge is usage of our intellectual capacity if someone doesn't want to learn anything doesn't want to uh, add to his knowledge he says why should i learn he has no curiosity he has no search for understanding so he has not really um, developed his humanity this is what Allah in Arabi says Imam Ali Salam here says that the third of group of people you can compare them to like some flies like some mosquitoes some flies you know why because these are the people that go to every direction they follow every kind of suggestion that comes from every corner if someone is alim or listens to ulama he has principles in his life she has principles in her life she has or he has clear direction everything new he checks against his principles or her principles every suggestion every ideas and every i don't know invitation is only welcomed after checking against the principles if they are good okay he accepts or she accepts she doesn't refuse he doesn't refuse but if it's bad if it's useless so either it is harmful or it's useless in both cases he shouldn't go to that direction but unfortunately sometimes you see and indeed many times you see people have no principles they go after fashions 
when it comes to hairstyle hairdressing i don't know their own dress architecture of house about cars about mobile phones about holidays just they follow what they see on tv or internet or their colleagues in the work say or the classmates say without themselves analyzing and criticizing and evaluating and then accepting no they don't have this process they go after fame they go after fashions they go after advertisement they go after tv what is seen on tv that's enough for me what they see on the billboards is convincing this is not working this is not something that can secure our real interests so we have to be very careful Imam Ali says if someone is not Alim Rabbani or Muta'allim ala sabil najat he is not an Alim and he is not a learner so he is Hamajun Ra'a Atba'u Kul Na'i' Yamiluna Ma'a Kul Rih they follow every call that comes they follow every wind when wind is coming from right to left it takes the flies to that direction it comes from left to right they go to that direction one day they are communists one day they are capitalist this doesn't work you have to have principles you cannot listen to everyone who calls everyone who has a new call you go after him these are the people who have not gained the light of knowledge therefore they are in darkness when you are in darkness what can you do you just go after voice when you hear something you go after it because you cannot see anything you hope that this is the voice of a savior the voice of a good guide a good friend you cannot see that this voice is coming from an enemy someone who doesn't like you he, he likes your money he likes your obedience he's not really your friend they have no knowledge and they have not also benefited from firm support there is no one there or no belief there that they can rely on sometimes people are learners but they know to whom they should refer or what principles they should have so they have something firm that they can hold on to it they can rely on it they can depend on it but if you are yourself weak and there is no one strong to rely on what happens then you become subject to all the attacks you become like a feather 
which is hanging around in the sky in the air and people blow at you or wind comes and takes you to every direction you are just a prey in their hands you are just a victim so the first target should be to become pious scholars you can be a pious learned person in knowledge and be an engineer be a doctor be a housewife be a teacher be a nurse I'm not saying that everyone should uh, uh, put aside uh, everything and become a scholar in the sense of formal uh, pursuit of knowledge no you can be uh, of course the best is if people can you know dedicate all their life in for learn to learning but at least uh, you can spend good time on learning and become a scholar though your knowledge comes from the greater scholars you are not yourself independent but you can have deep knowledge we have uh, sometimes teachers we have sometimes uh, ladies who are very learned okay if you cannot do this at least be in touch with ulama benefit from their books from their lectures from their guidance check everything with them have principles for your life otherwise if you don't have one of the two conditions then you become hamajun ra'a you become a person who has no principles no direction no orientation therefore everyone can have hope that can take him or her to his direction okay let us stop here if you have any question we can address uh, otherwise inshallah we will continue our discussion uh, next week by the way today in iran is the 25th of rajab and that is the martyrdom anniversary of imam qadim alayhi salam uh, our imam as you know was uh, uh, very much uh, suffering especially for 10 years he was put in different prisons we offer our condolences to imam mahdi al-sharif to imam raza alayhi salam and lady ma'suma so this is an occasion that we should remember the suffering of imam alayhi salam and pray that inshallah all the people who suffer in the world would be uh, relieved and would be uh, inshallah saved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay uh, it seems that we don't have any question uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah be with you and your support may Allah help you and your family your community may inshallah uh, Allah forgive us if he has not already forgiven us in the remaining days of the months of Rajab we have only few days left and the golden opportunity uh, the night of 27th is very important for us it is also a Thursday night uh, maybe for you it's Friday I don't know but uh, it's very important uh, so we should really appreciate that night and the day after which is one of the greatest Eids and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to understand the greatness 
of the gift of Islam, the greatness of the mission of the Prophet, the greatness of the <coughs> ministry of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, which started in the 27th of, on the 27th of Rajab. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect Islam from bad behavior of Muslims and from the attacks of the enemies. Islam has always suffered from within and without bad Muslims and bad enemies. But the beauty of Islam is that it always remains strong. They want to extinguish the light which comes from Allah, but Allah's will is that He completes His light. We have in two verses the similar idea. So may this light of Islam, the light of truth, would become stronger and stronger day by day. And may we be contributing to this, inshallah. Not that Na'uzubillah we become a problem for Islam. May Allah, inshallah, unite the Muslim Ummah. May Allah bring love and peace to all humanity, especially all the believers in divine religions. May Allah give healing and shifa to all the brothers and sisters who are ill. May Allah forgive all the marhumin who expect us to remember them and pray for them in these beautiful, in these blessed days and nights of the months of Rajab. May Allah forgive them and elevate their status and let them be with Muhammad and Allah Muhammad, inshallah. May Allah prolong the lives of our parents who are alive, the lives of our ulama, our maraja. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the last moment of our life the best moment of our life. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you very much.